Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Weekly Recap. Now starting Ryan. That was good. That was awesome. Perfect. The Adams Brothers. Better better than we do. Better than Nick does, for sure. Oh, yeah. That was way better than me. I love love when Nick's like, okay, let's get started, and then he waits 45 seconds and then says it. It sounds like a track, like it's pre-recorded. Yeah. Yeah, so if you guys guys can't tell by this point, we have a very special episode (laughs) of the Weekly Recap this week. This is episode 130, and we have our guest, our esteemed guest, Ryan. Returning guest. Yeah, returning. returning uh, friend of returning, the pod. Returning guest. <laughs> turning into a recurring uh, yeah, phenomenon here. Ryan. Well, it's, it's now my show. Like, I'm taking the... You guys took <laughs> my show over, so I'm taking your show over. There it is. No, he didn't want to bra- He didn't want to flex on his own podcast, so he came on our podcast to flex. Just to rub it in our <laughs> right. faces that he gets all these people to fucking collab with him. <laughs> Welcome, Ryan. Welcome back. It's Thank you guys for having you. me. Good to see you. Good to see you guys. We, we talked a little bit about um, about our sort of collab situation, uh, affiliate situation oh, last yeah, week. Yeah, so yeah. we're very excited. Yeah, we're uh, we're um, really pumped to be a part of the Fueled by Hops family. Can't thank you enough for giving us the uh, time of day, let alone coming on our podcast multiple times and hanging out. So, do you still listen to this podcast? I listen to it every week. That's I actually, I, That's I text really Nick when he's late. It's true because there's. <laughs> There's been so many He's times really when he'd fault. be like, the show's coming on Tuesday. And I'm like, Tuesday, no show. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday yeah. at 10.59 at night. <laughs> like, I will say, I will say that I, I get into moods like that with um with podcasts. Like if, they, if they're like a day late on certain podcasts, like mo- most of the time it's like every single day. So when you miss it, it's like, you're like Pavlov's dogs. You're like, I'm ready for this and I don't have it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Especially, especially over the holidays, I noticed that a lot of because you don't know when a podcast is going to come back. Because usually, the like bigger podcasts with celebrities usually take off like a couple weeks for Christmas. Well, you know what? The content train keeps rolling regardless of people taking off. So yeah. you know, we got to expect that people are going to be commenting on uh, you know current events in their industry, whatever that is. Rossett's Craft Beer. We're back with Ryan. Uh, Ryan, this is our first podcast together. Mine and it yours. is. This is the first um, time I've been on here with you. It's always been me and Nick, or me, Nick, and Alex. So yeah, sorry. Cool. I'm sorry about that. Honestly, our apologies for having to hang out with those two goons. You're a clown. <laughs> but clown. Um, yeah, it's uh, you know I've uh, you know uh, long time admirer, first time caller um, <laughs> for for you. Uh, but well, I think let's just get into the meat of it. Um, I know that. Uh, like Alex was saying, we did mention our our aff- affiliation with the Fueled by Hops brand TM uh, copyright. The other one, are you? Is it copyrighted? Copywriting is not a joke either. It's not cheap, and it's not a easy process to get under your belt and and have it be yeah. properly done. <laughs> so, oh, that's right, Nick. You're. <laughs> uh, do you have embers to ashes? copyrighted i don't actually uh so the band name itself is not copyright or trademarked but the all the music is copyrighted so everything that i own from my time with the band is officially copyrighted to the writers and collaborators on the actual music Hmm. it's a pain in the dick you own your own masters yes we do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan, let's get into it here. Um, so we're, uh, so 
we brought you on today, not only to talk about the affiliation, obviously that's a cool thing that you're doing to support local and really grow the Fueled by Hops community, right? Yep. Oh, that's yeah. it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. All right. And thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back. That's there. all our <laughs> time. That's, that's all the time we have. Thank you so much, Ryan, for coming on. <laughs> Sorry, guys. it's okay it usually takes us about 15 minutes to get into it first time your first time podcasting you know it it takes you know you're new to this it's okay you know i I, I am new to this no no it's sunday afternoon is what throws me off because normally it's like sunday night normally i got a couple in me by that point so this is like this is the first like sober podcast i've done in a long time so you know (laughs) good to know yeah yeah well let's let's start there then ryan are you drinking anything currently yeah, are you? Actually, I'm not drinking right now. So uh, we are recording this on a Sunday afternoon, and we record our podcast on Sunday evenings. So this is actually the day that we're recording with Voodoo. Oh, nice! So I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to keep my uh, my alcohol, you know, uh, intake down until that episode because I know that's when I'm going to crack open the wax and all that good stuff. So I'm actually just drinking a nice diet Pepsi. That's it. Yes, wild cherry classic. A classic yes. wild cherry diet. I love it. Are you a, are you a, you're a Pepsi guy, not a Coke guy? I'm a Pepsi guy. I love Pepsi. There Same. are so many people I that are love Pepsi. There's so many people that are like Pepsi's disgusting. I never want to have it. I'm like, you guys are literally clowns. Like, get out of here with that bullshit. They taste essentially the same. I'm not gonna yes. like. It's such an elitist thing to like be a Coke. Like it, it be like a Coke fan. <laughs> I'm like, who fucking cares? Well, you know, I just heard uh, in the news uh, this week, LeBron James ended his contract with Coca-Cola after 17 years and is making the transition to Pepsi. Wow. For real? Yeah. Is that, is that dead Which ass? It's crazy. And I'm sure that the, the contract is worth $20 million oh. a year. So wait, is he going to have the, Pepsi. is he going to be wearing the, uh, the jean shorts in the next commercial now? I hope so. I hope he right. does a Cindy Crawford, <laughs> yes. a Cindy Crawford remake commercial. Just the remake. booty shorts, or, yeah, or Kendall Jenner. Maybe he oh can also god. fix racism. Oh my god! Oh god! That, <laughs> right. that commercial was <laughs> insane. The number of people Legendary. that had to sign off on that to you know get that Look, commercial it's, to air. That's a lot to unpack. We can unpack that on our on our uh, advertising podcast. You need a whole episode just for that <laughs> yeah right <laughs> just to break that that has to be like a video podcast where you just like break frame by frame by or yes. yes yes yeah insane insane all right shit. so oh my God. kendall what are you doing so apparently i'm the only one drinking uh yeah. because jake and alex are in observance of dry january which i think is a sham but we're still we're still going strong through. jake and i have gotten so much done in the last two weeks it's insane unbelievable <laughs> I'm Actually, I don't to, get a lot done. Let's be I, real. Do you know, I've been listen, playing Call of Duty a lot. Do you know how hard it is to to stare at this case of nugget nectar that I have in my kitchen? Did we talk about this last time? Yeah. How? When did we record? We recorded like Wednesday. This is like this is too, this is too frequent for me. We can't. Do it's, this a quick it's a quick turnaround. <laughs> we can't be doing this. There's not a whole Actually, lot of content. Dad, <laughs> I gave yeah, Dad. He's, one he's one out of content. <laughs> I gave Dad one of the nugget nectars. Um, let's talk. Let, wait. Let's talk about double nug real quick. Let's, sold out. Let's get into it. Sold Wait, let's out. talk about the sacrifices that we're making in being a part of a craft beer podcast and not drinking alcohol for an entire month. Well, no, wait, I, I got to really difficult to, re- times, to reach out to people who are interested in craft beer when you're not partaking in any meaningful way. The number There's of a lot times of people I, well, yeah, I mean, it, it's like after it wasn't, it's not even just like I went hard on the, during the holidays. Like I went hard 
all of last year. Like I needed to like, I needed this to happen. I think we all did. For me, it's been, it's been really like a couple of years running now because I've moved to some of the, the like craziest craft beer hubs in the country the last couple of years, right? Like from 2018 being in Boston, 2019 being in, in Bend, Oregon, which has the most breweries per capita in the U S down to the Bay area, which has a ton now. So it's like, just constantly finding new and, and cool places to go. And I've, I traveled around the entire West Coast for, for an entire year. And you just got to take a break after a while. You know what I mean? Like, I, and, and I'm, not, I, I'm not sitting here like, oh, my God, like this has been like a life-changing experience. Like, I want to have a beer right now. I want to have Trust a fucking me. beer. I want to have a fucking beer. I want beer. to drink right now. But, <laughs> but I, I need it's, to... It's really like a... I need to prove to myself. It's a mental, it's a mental game that I'm playing it at is, this point. It is. More than anything. I hear so I don't think I could do it though. To be honest, that's our diatribe. Well, there's so many. Good, there are so many good beers. I, I've and I'm sure that you've listened. I mean, if you've been listening to the podcast, uh, Ryan, you and as well as anybody who's listening right now, ha- has heard me say that I'm, I'm not crazy about the craft beer scene out here. At least where I'm currently living in in the broader Bay Area and especially in California in general. There's a ton of crazy breweries doing a lot of cool stuff. But in my in my direct you know area and and you know the neighborhoods surrounding me there's not like a ton of small places popping up all the time and and like really like you see in pittsburgh and, and that's primarily where we focus but um that, that sort of helped i think recently at least in the last couple of weeks here starting this dry january because it's not like there's nothing around me that i'm like i need that like i'm yeah. seeing people release stuff and i'm like i have to go there i have to pick this up Whereas if you're in Pittsburgh, if you're, I'm sure it's a lot more difficult for Alex. Or like if I was in Boston, I'd be seeing stuff that Trillium and Treehouse were releasing, and I'm like, fuck, I can't, I can't sit here and and let this pass me by, kind of thing. I, uh, yeah, it, they all just start to blend together too, and it's like, ugh, maybe I'll just like enjoy it more when I go back. I know I will, and I know I'm gonna enjoy the fuck out of the rest of this case of Nugget Nectar. And so have you had any of the, the newer, the newer places like, uh, Necromancer, Trace, um, Old Thunder. Have you had any of their beers yet? Uh, I've had Old Thunder and I'm telling you, you know, I, I don't even know these guys. I have no idea who these guys are. Like I know of them. I've never talked to them. So there's, there's no, you know, reaper, you know, it's nothing, no loyalty whatsoever other than the fact that I just know of these guys, but I'm telling you the beer they're putting out is, way above where they should be right now. Like uh, they are going to be top notch. Couldn't agree more. I, I said this last episode, actually. Um, yeah. yeah the, talking about it. the old thunder false kingdom might be my IPA of 2021. And we're only I, I agree with you. 17 days in like it's absolutely bonkers how good their beer is. And I, I skipped on the, um, the English ale that they did because I'm an idiot. Uh, but Old Thunder's killing it right now. I'm so excited to go to that place, like when it actually opens, because it's so close to my to where I live. Um, I will say, I I'm interested to see when Trace puts out IPAs because I went and I had like a I had like a saison that they did, and there was another one that they put out that was not an IPA. And like, good for them for branching out on styles because I know not everyone loves you know the hoppy shit, so. That's good, but also like that's not my bag. So I'm, I'm going to say though, I think Old Thunder has has great beer, but I think Trace is going to have the atmosphere that's going to take over Pittsburgh because 
they got like the whole coffee shop vibe going on in the front. They have the beer going on, uh, the, the coffee bar and beer going on. Like every square inch of that place is so well thought out. And I actually, I got a tour from the owner. So he showed me like all the different little pieces and like all the stuff that's going on there. There's like way more than meets the eye that's happening. It, it, it's like kind of like a mind fuck when you go in there. It's crazy. Cause it'll be like, this is where I'm going to have private parties, but it's also going to go out to uh, the the beer garden, which oh, that beer garden is so tiles. cool. It's insane. He's like, I got these tiles to mimic Spain, you know, and like all these like crazy designs and like the well, stonework. Cool I mean, that guy's just, from Trillium, right? No, like, Remnant like from yes, Remnant. Okay. Well, he he spent some time at Trillium, I believe. Yeah, he so has, like, he has he a pretty knows. like long past. He knows. He knows what the good shit is. Oh, you know what? Yeah, he he started Remnant is what it was. And then like, yeah, he dipped out and like, it's just crazy because that was a small place that I found out about, not through the collab with dancing though, but when I was up there living in Boston, sort of just out of the blue, got invited to go to a brewery with some people that I had just met up there and it happened to be Remnant. And I went back a few times and, and, they make some stuff that's very similar to Dancing Gnome and and obviously Trillium. If if he came from there, you know that's they're they're really known for their IPAs and that's primarily what they were generating up there. So that, it's cool to see that that guy is like kind of bouncing around and not because um, I feel like that it stifles creativity to a certain extent if you stay in one place for too long, especially in in that type of environment, right? If you're just looking at the same people for for a long time, the same kind of stuff like you can lose sort of the direction, like, you know, why maybe you got into the, the, you know, brewing industry in the first place, perhaps. Sure. But yeah, I I think they're going to really, they're going to make a big splash. Plus everything they're doing with like diversity and inclusion. Oh yeah. That's awesome. The internships and like, Oh yeah. Internships. I mean, he's got Adam Sorma working there. Like it's insane. Yeah, that's a big. Uh, that was a big news story this past week. Is I didn't realize that that's where Adam news story. Like he, um, yeah, he said he was stepping away from very local, and I was like, oh no, where's Adam going? Like I figured he would like maybe move to ba- back to Ohio or something like that. But no, he's going to be uh, in house at Trace. Like that's awesome. As what? Yeah, I, I think he's doing some more like marketing and like kind of like front of the house like marketing and maybe a little bit of like bartending and barista stuff. I'm not sure, but it's crazy I know that they it's have more of a marketing. Component. Yeah. It's wild that they're, they're like planning to have these people already. They're not just like opening with like a couple bartenders, a couple brewers and that's it. Like the, it seems I feel like you sort of, you really need to have that plan going in. You know what I mean? You can't, especially, just, especially in COVID especially, times. Yeah. Especially, yeah right like, now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Have, have you guys seen the coal, the coal shipper in there? No, I haven't. You, you have to go. To, oh man, it's it's first of all the room's beautiful. It, it's like I think it's pine wood that he has like all up on the wall. So like you feel like you're walking into some like Japanese hut or something. I don't. I can't even really describe like it. Like a pagoda? Oh, that's Chinese. Isn't pagodas Chinese? Yeah, like maybe a little bit, but it's like this private room. It's right off the. Um, it's separate from the actual brewery, so it's like its own little building, and it's right off the beer garden. And you walk in, and it's just this massive table that fits twelve people. And underneath of it is is the coal ship, so they can actually brew in there. But they have a tabletop for it. But the place is amazing. You're going to be able to do like private parties and events in there. 
and like beer shares and all this stuff. Like it is, it's just really cool. It's just really, really an awesome deal. But that's, I love that's, it. I can't, I can't say enough good stuff about Trace. I love this guys. I, I keep waiting for them to open and I've like checked their Instagram several times. Are they like open, open yet or not? They're, they're open for to go. Um, like the, at the actual place. Yes. yes. You can actually go there and get cans. Um, that's all you can do right now. He, I, uh, the last time I talked to him, I think they're kind of like shooting for like the summer. They want to wait for some more restrictions to come down, uh, before they start bringing people in. Yeah. And it's also giving them time to like work their kinks out and kind of dial in the equipment and all that good stuff. So, um, they're really taking it step by step, but I think probably by July, you'll be able to sit in there and actually enjoy everything. Can't wait. I can't, f- I can't fucking wait to go so hard this summer. Oh my God. Also, <laughs> before I get canceled, um, I looked up pagoda. It says a Hindu or Buddhist temple or sacred building. So just in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> And that's that's the weekly recap difference. We're fact checking ourselves live on the podcast. So <laughs> except when that's Nick, why you come except, here. Except that one time those people called us out for some shit that Nick said about voodoo that he wasn't even like sure about. Yo, the voodoo the voodoo stands will come for Nick. Wild. Oh, they are. They yeah, are, they're yeah. This they're is wild, vicious. Oh, they're. I mean, they are very much. Um, okay, so I, I, I hate the term. I'm gonna say it anyway because these are the types of people that that are these like, can I guess what you're going to say? Fanboy? Yes. No, no, even, oh. even more degrading than that. They are Unionized? the, they're the neck beards. The oh, neck beards. Oh, incels. Oh. Uh, <laughs> now granted, don't get me wrong. Okay. Voodoo is one Not of my favorite breweries. No, no, no. One of my favorite breweries in the city is voodoo homestead. Just every a, incel is a voodoo stamp, but not every voodoo stamp or wait, <laughs> just, just give it up. <laughs> what is it? How does that work? It's like not every square, not every rectangle is a square, but all squares are rectangles. Yeah. No, yeah. What you're trying to say is every incel is a voodoo stand, but not every voodoo stand is an incel. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Correct. That's absolutely right. We don't, so, we're not, we're not coming for necks. They come for our neck. We don't go for their neck beards. No, okay? we'll just yeah. say that. We're gonna put that out there. Make sure that everybody's co- like completely aware. No, no, no. I, Let's I, get back to well, the whole point of this. Bring Ryan on here. Yeah, yeah. Let's get him. Let's get him some FaceTime here. Yeah, or, yeah. What's the, what's the equivalent of a po- well, FaceTime on podcasting? Mic time. Some air. air and we're actually on air FaceTime, time. which is really crazy. We are on FaceTime. Yeah. We true. are on FaceTime. Thank, Thank God you have an iPhone. Oh my God! <laughs> trying to figure out. Trying to figure stuff out with people that don't. We're on like Google. We're on like Google Hangouts, and it's like everything's yeah, we're choppy. On like it's fucking, yeah, we're on like Skype. <laughs> Skype I can't even believe business. like Google Hangouts. Like, who even uses Google Hangouts? Like, can you name? I well, used no, to it's... use it in college before like Zoom and uh, like Teams and stuff have have become like the standard. But Hangouts it is was, gone now. Still... Yeah, it Hangouts is hangouts gone. It's now Duo. It's Google Duo. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that was like the that was Zoom before Zoom was Zoom. So shout out Google for always pushing the bar forward. Right, even though Zoom is one of the most profitable companies in the world in the past twelve months. So yeah, I don't I don't know if you guys know about Google, but like they're doing some crazy stuff. <laughs> All right, let's yeah, get back to Ryan. Of, they Ryan kind of stormed onto the scene here over the last <laughs> couple of years, you know. All right, okay. Ryan. So you have. All this stuff going on with Fueled by Hops. We've got a festival coming up in July on your birthday. 
just because yep. you wanted to have a fucking birthday party. Uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, what else correct. is Fueled by Hops bringing to the table here in the next couple of months? What do you guys got going on? Yeah, so I I, I tell everybody, twenty twenty one is going to be like rapid fire. So you know, we have a ton of stuff that's coming out. Um, the big thing is, you know, we're really focusing on the merch. We're really focusing on the blog, and we're really focusing on the podcast. So uh, we are. We Scott has guests lined up for weeks on the podcast. So like tonight we're interviewing Voodoo and uh, just keeps going from there. Um, tons of great names that people are going to want to going to want to hear about. So we've got the podcast coming out every single week. We're talking about doing a daily show potentially. Can I just uh, say, just, don't call yes. Voodoo neckbeards to their face. <laughs> no one will watch Voodoo listen I would to not. this podcast. Yeah. They wrote us off a long time ago. That's true. <laughs> I love those guys. So, but yeah, so uh, we got a ton of great guests coming. Um, we're really focused on the blog. So the blog is going to start like growing from, from this point, whereas it's like more Pittsburgh centric right now. We have like some people in Colorado who are talking about like wanting to like build up a fuel by hops faction out there. Like somebody in Houston wants to start building. So we got little factions kind of going up everywhere. So the blog should start blow, blowing up. But the big thing is the merch. The merch is probably going to be the story of 2021 for us that's and, what we're here uh, for that is what we're here for i mean we have so many great things coming um it's going to be like rapid fire a uh, shoot and merch out because we now have a partner who can do like print on demand stuff for us so we can like put more stuff out without holding inventory on it which is really really cool um so we have a ton of designs coming out we got a ton of glassware coming out we have tons of collabs coming out all kinds of good stuff. So you tell me where you want me to start and I will keep going from there. All right. So I being the glassware junkie that I am, I have to say that's probably what I'm most excited about because you guys, I mean, so you started this off with a very simple idea of what your glassware was going to be, right? You started off with the Chappelle glasses and like the, the rap influenced, uh, like the hoppy style glass, the, uh, the, what was uh, what's the series called with for your uh, like Biggie Tupac Eminem? Yeah, we didn't really name it. Oh, okay. It was just basically like we started with the Chappelle glasses because I'm a huge Chappelle guy. I think Dave Chappelle should be president right now. I, just, I think he's the greatest guy ever. Um, <laughs> I, I started with him, and then we started like just bringing like hip hop artists from our youth, you know, like Tupac and Biggie, and then we did the, the Hoppy style. Um, we did Eminem in there for one. Um, but yeah, but basically like we, we started off just kind of going back in the past, finding all these things that we love and creating them in the glasses. But what people don't realize is like when fuel by hops started, we were like this big, like we had like 20 guys. So selling Chappelle glasses wasn't really a big issue because we were selling to like 20 people, you know, I was sitting on these things. I couldn't get people to buy them to be honest with you. Um, so then we just, kept making some new ones. Like we never thought it was going to get this big, I guess is probably the easy way to put it. So once we got to a certain point, we're like, Holy shit, we can't keep putting these, we can't keep putting Dave Chappelle on a glass and like <laughs> selling it. Like we're going to get in trouble eventually. Yeah. You know, those we C&Ds like are coming. The <laughs> oh, they're coming. It's coming. This is going to be the year of the cease and desist. I'm putting it out there right now. <laughs> it's going to start raining. Cease and desist is on craft beer. Um, but no, so like we got really worried about that. So, um, we started like rethinking the merch and we were like, okay, we're getting big now. How can we keep putting merch out 
and, and, and keep the interest in it. You know, so we were like, well, let's start making merch based off of our Facebook group on all the stupid things that we're doing there. <laughs> and then let's reach out to our partners, you know, like the breweries and stuff that we work with and let's start collabing and making glassware with them. So we just started coming up with as many crazy ideas as we can. And I think that we've kind of are going to reinvent the glassware, so to speak. Yeah. You know, I hate to use that term, but, um, you know, like, like these, the glasses right here, that's in my hand. This is just a basic glass. It's got some print on it and all that. That's cool. It looks nice. You put a beer in it, you take a picture of it. It looks great, but I want to turn beer, beer glasses into art. So that's what we're working on with these collabs. That's awesome. And, um, yeah, so we are working with local artists. So Ross Beagle is one of them. Tom Ness is another one. He's the um, artist from Voodoo, does all their can art. Um, we have a couple other local artists that we're working with. And we're taking um, elements from the breweries and what they're doing and the cities that they work in and they're operating in. And we're taking them and we're turning them into visual representations on glass. So it's going to be nuts. That's awesome. the first one we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. First one we're doing is with Marino's um, Marino's and yellow bridge is our first collab glass. So it's going to be a glass plus a beer label. So the idea is we wanted to be going on a magical journey. Don't, you don't want to know how Josh and I came up with this concept. <laughs> um, is it acid? <laughs> <laughs> no. Not, not not quite there. There's a lot of triples involved, though. a lot of triple IPAs. <laughs> oh, I believe that. So we were like, hey, let's like create this glass where we're going on this magical journey to go to Yellowbridge and deliver a pizza to Ian. <laughs> so we created this glass where we're like walking on pepperonis and we're in this like magical mountain range and it's raining hop cones. And then <laughs> all of a sudden you come to this peach mountain and, uh, you know, Josh is like carrying a pizza the whole time. Like it's crazy. It looks like a comic book. And um, we meet up with Ian at Peach Mountain. And Ian's just sitting there drinking a beer because the beer is a peach sour. And mm. it has like the, <clears throat> the, the journey continues on to the beer label. So you have the glass, which is like the first part of the journey. And then the second part of the journey is on the beer label. So you put the two together and you can see our crazy journey, the Peach Mountain. So. I actually really love that idea of um, making them to like putting them together. That's I've never seen that before. And I think that's ingenious. That's such a great idea. It's so new and like nobody's ever done it before, but like it has the elements of Josh, you know, the mustache, the vest, you know, <laughs> the vest. We all know the yeah, mustache. <laughs> right. Yeah. We added in um, the drink local that he, you know, that's his big thing, drink local. So we added that into the mix we have me with the fueled by hops, you know, hoodie on that I'm always wearing. Like we just try to bring in all these elements, but now we're starting to get like better at it. So the new collabs that we're doing, like we're working on one right now. This is an exclusive here. So oh. we have like the, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Thanks Jake. But no, and Nick. we're doing uh our next collab we're doing is with Alter Genius out of uh, Ambridge. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're turning that. In. Yeah. That's going to be a community affair as I like to say, um, we're taking elements of Ambridge, like from like old time Ambridge. And it's going to like, the glass is going to be a visual representation of like the come up of Ambridge and how like the brewery is going to be kind of like setting the tone. So like it starts in old country, like everybody churning butter and then it's going to be 
Yeah. Like that's literally. I didn't really realize that they did that in Ambridge. Did you guys know that? No. Have you been there? I don't know anything. I've, about I've been to Ambridge. I've been through Ambridge a bunch, and so the only thing about yeah. Ambridge that I know is like the seal, like the mill, or there's a mill out there or something, right? Like it's a. It's just like a very old timey Pittsburgh town. Yeah, but there's like an actual part like that's still like from the 1700s or something, and people actually dress up and like churn butter and stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> So I was like, well, we have to bring that into the glass because that's cool. So it like kind of like starts off like, um, you know, like the 1700s and then it kind of comes up, represent the bridge, the American bridge company, which is what Ambridge started. And then it kind of shows fueled by hops with our, uh, our mascot has his arm around their mascot, which is like that bearded hop face. Yeah. And uh, we're walking into the brewery. So it kind of represents the fact that like Ambridge is like, or alter genius is like leading the revival of, um, of Ambridge. So that kind of like artistic stuff, and we're going to donate money back to the business community and all that. Um, but the other exclusive that I think is really cool is we're working with, um, lion Bynes hop farm and we're taking their hop cones and we're turning them into superheroes and we're putting them on glasses and it's going to be absolutely insane. So we have like, uh, like Cascade Man because they they make they harvest or farm Cascade hops. So we have this like whole character, and he's going to like shoot grapefruit. You know, Cascade's like grapefruity. He's going to live in a pine cone forest because it has like pine cone elements. But nonetheless, you guys get the gist. We have a ton of collabs coming. We're taking elements of the brewery, elements of what we do, and making them individual representations of of their what they do so it's gonna be cool it's gonna be neat. <laughs> no i think it's great i think that's uh those are all really cool ideas um you are just a you're a content machine you're just you're giving us so much good content right now ryan exclusives on exclusives and uh yeah use our code to get 20 percent off yes the code What's is the code? Weekly recap, right? yes the code is the weekly recap all one word no dash uh, to get 20% off merch in the Fueled by Hops shop. Uh, Shop.fueledbyhops.com. You have to put the www in front of it, though, or it doesn't work. Really? See, I've been working on getting that fixed. <laughs> we'll get that worked out. Don't yeah. worry. Uh, so anyway, but that's that's awesome. Uh, I know I was on that live Fueled by Hops with uh, Lion Binds. Uh, when was, oh, God, that had to have been last summer. Maybe uh, it was like right when COVID hit. So like for like a hot minute there, when COVID first came on, we had the live podcast show just cause everybody was, had nothing else to do. So we were like, let's just do a live podcast. And yeah, I think they were like the second, second episode we did. Yeah. That might've been, sure. that sounds right because I know I was on it and um, talking to those guys. I mean, that's a, that's a really specific um, business model that they have because it's all they do is hops. Right. And so, being able to tie them into a glass, which, I mean, I don't know if anybody knows the name of any hop farms, other like Yakima, right? I mean, that's a that's a big name in anywhere, right? But like Lion Binds is really coming up. Like they they have a bunch of merch themselves, but to see that they're yeah, doing they like a glass, little bit, yeah. I mean, I guess yeah, like their logo on different stuff, but nothing. No, they're branching out. They actually have uh, they have Citra hops uh, like chapstick. So it's like chapstick made with citra hops. Oh, that's and they sick. even have like soap. Yeah, you can buy soap that's made with hops. They have all kinds of stuff. Um, 
but yeah, so basically the idea is like, they're like this tiny little hop farm and they want to compete with the big guys. And the problem is they need equipment and they need money to buy the equipment. Sure. So we were just <laughs> brainstorming, like, how can we, how can we help each other? You know? So we were like, Hey, let's collab and see if we can get these things to, to take off. So we're collabing. They're obviously going to benefit from it financially and they're going to use that money to purchase new equipment so that they can, you know, compete better in the bigger hop market. Crazy. Like the hop markets like cutthroat. Like who would have ever thought that industry would be like that? But yeah, it's pretty wild, man. People are just going at each other. It's like a Royal rumble every day. There. It's called uh, that. Uh, hopefully it's healthy competition, but um, I don't know, man, for everybody, for everybody tells me it's like, everybody's just like battling for the hop market, man. It's kind of wild. It sounds like big beer versus small local beer to me. Just like another, I mean, it's, Probably, I mean, it's probably exactly like that, but um, but yeah, you're you are supporting the community one collab glass at a time, Ryan, and we love to see it. We truly love to see it. Yeah, I appreciate that, guys. We got to do a weekly recap collab glass. I have a great idea in mind. Actually, we can we can speak off pod on that. Yeah, I'd be down for that. We can we can we tease a little about bit. Merch pretty much since the day that we uh started this. the dawn <laughs> since the dawn to, of time have yet to actually you guys have keychains man yeah we do yeah, we do have keychains i actually <laughs> like the logo i also did design the logo so there you know there's that um <laughs> on like a but, napkin Ryan, so i want to are, are we are, are you good do you, uh, feel yeah, free good, to continue you on your diatribe for as long as you want if you want to promote <laughs> no, anything no, fire away, talk about anybody so i want to take my my uh my 10 minutes, my, or, you know, 15 minutes of fame here, uh, on a pod with Ryan to ask him some questions. The gentleman is recognized for 10 minutes ish. You know, we're going to let it go. (laughs) Yeah. Good. Oh, it's very topical. Very topical. Thank you. you. (laughs) I watched like two hours of that, uh, a couple of weeks ago when they were, uh, confirming the votes and everything. We're not going to get into that. We have a political podcast on Tuesday afternoons that you should really listen to. Tuesdays at two 30. At 2.30, exactly, every single Tuesday. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about you personally. Um, so the reason or, or how I want to preface this is by saying I've been doing a lot of uh, uh, shopping online, looking for things recently. Um, as I'm moving apartments, I'm trying to think about, you know, what, what do I want to buy? Where do I want to buy it from? And usually I go to Wirecutter. Wirecutter does a great job of doing reviews and not, not making it sound like they're being promoted by these different brands and things when they really are. And they, they have a section in all of, their, um, all of their articles or whatever it is that they say why you should trust us. So what I want to get into a little bit is what's your experience? How did you get into this? I know that we've probably talked about this before. I want to I hear uh, from the horse's mouth here. Why should I trust you? Why should I care what you have to say? Well, sure. Just getting right into and not it. and not even in like a you know I, I, maybe I came off a little aggressive there, but not in an aggressive way whatsoever. I'm just I'm just curious, you know, like what where where did your love of craft beer start? What was your first craft beer? How about that? That's probably a good place to start. How did it evolve to a point where you felt the need to start up something like this? And, and move into supporting local places like you have for the last couple of years here. Yeah. So uh, the story starts in Chicago. 
So when I got out of college, like back, I'm, I'm pretty old. I'm older than, I'm like, I'm literally older than Nick. So yeah, um, which is hard to I do out of college. Yeah, I know. It's just really <laughs> hard to do, but I somehow did it. But no, I got out of college in like 06, moved to Chicago and um, lived in Wrigleyville, which is like right by Wrigley Field because wow. I thought that was a cool thing to do. And um, I was dead broke, so I didn't have any money. So I had to learn where every, because it's super expensive to live in Chicago. Yeah. And uh, I had to learn where like every dollar burger night was, where every like, you know, two for one beer special was. So I, I, it was cheaper for me sometimes to like go to the bars and eat than it was to actually like go get groceries, like depending on what <laughs> night of the week it was. So the stipulation was always you can get the burger for a dollar, but you had to buy a beer. Right. So I just kept hitting all these places and I had to keep buying a beer. So I just keep like, I was drinking Miller light or something like that. And then people started introducing me to other beers, you know, try this, try that. So I think like my very first craft craft beer was a Sam Adams of some sort. So I think they just like gave it to me. They were like, here, you know, try this. If you like this, you know, so try it out. So uh, hit that, but it, there was Goose Island right down the road for me. So like, I was just, like drinking these like craft beers and then I was like, oh, there's a craft brewery one block away from my apartment. So I started hanging out there, like drinking more. And it just kind of spiraled out of control to the point where I actually quit my job, moved home from Chicago when I was 22 because one of my friends wanted to open a craft beer bar in uh, Uniontown of all places. And he wanted me to run it, which made absolutely no sense because I had zero experience running a bar. And my only experience with craft beer was sitting at Goose Island and like drinking a couple of beers. But nonetheless, I just went whole hog into it. And um, we were 2008. We were running a bar that had 125 different varieties of beer, which was like extremely hard to do back in those days. But we somehow did it. We pushed it to the limits when we got 125 craft beers in there. And then the financial crisis came in and completely destroyed the business. So that was uh, that was the end of my craft beer story. But I kept like interested in the industry. Something that kept like hitting the breweries, and then I started seeing the explosion around Pittsburgh. So I was going here, going there, going here, going there, and um, just got like revitalized back into it, and uh, really loved it. And um, started getting more involved in the local scene. And what I found out was the local scene was so damn toxic, man. Everybody was like hating on each other over like dumb stuff. Like, Oh, your glass is dirty or, you know, this style of beer that you like is stupid. So you're stupid. Like it was just so much like negativity out there. And I was like, I want to go back to the days when I was, you know, running a bar with 125 different craft beers in it. Nobody knew what the hell anything was, but everybody was cool with each other. Like, I want to like, I want to create that, like, place where people can go to not worry about somebody attacking them or like calling them out, like just create this like safe place for everybody to just enjoy craft beer and not have to worry about anything else. And that was really where the idea for fuel by ops came from. It was, I want to create a group online that focuses on positivity as opposed to negativity. And we did, and it launched and we thought that it was just going to be like 25, 50 of us sitting around talking about beer and how everybody else sucks because um, they're not nice. And uh, it, we didn't realize that there was all these other people out there that felt the same way as us. And it just 
grew from there. So why you should trust me? Um, I love craft beer and I'm not here for the money. You know, I'm here because I want to leave a positive stamp on the industry and everything that I do, it kind of pushes in that direction. And I can tell you, I do not make money doing this. So um, we actually lose money doing this. So it's not about the money. It's not about anything else. It's all about creating that kind of like legacy in this industry that I kind of grew up in, so to speak. So it's not about the money, but uh, shop.fueledbyhops.com to give Ryan your money. Hey, real quick. We still need money. (laughs) Yeah, we (laughs) still need money to operate. He's he's a zero-sum game, okay? So you need need to make some to get back to zero. (laughs) I'm cool with not taking a paycheck, but there's like a couple other people in this business that that work for Fueled by Hops that need paychecks. So shop.fueledbyhops.com. Use the code, the weekly recap. Get 20% off of your order. Support us. Buy some merch. It's now, sick. I got to say, real quick, I just want to throw this out here. None of that was rehearsed, okay? So Ryan just came up with all of that nonsense off the top of his head. Now, I mean, he's told the story before, so I'm not saying it's nonsense. It's absolutely true. And I, Ryan, you have a way of um, carrying that your your belief in this through everything that you guys do. Like... There, there have been posts, and I've seen them, and I've seen them devolve into name-calling and political arguments and stuff like that. And it's one of those things that's really impressive to me is that how positive this community is. And we're not that way. Like, uh, the, the Weekly Recap is not a positive podcast by any means. We're generally having fun, okay? But we are not trying to be uh, the nicest. We people. never, yeah, we never <laughs> said we were nice. No, I didn't and say we that. Never said we weren't opinionated. Right. So we um, we do stick to our guns it, on certain things. But I'm saying, like, the way that you present fueled by hops is everything. Like that's that's yeah. exactly the way that it should be because everything about your community builds community, and that's incredible in a time where people are so divisive on other topics and everything everything that that could possibly be fought about there's so much positivity in your group that really just screams like i there's a reason that i still have a facebook page and it's fueled by hops is what it comes down to like there's the only other reason for me to have a facebook page is to post the weekly recaps post because i don't post on my personal facebook i do post in the who's posted on facebook is it what is this 2008 (laughs) like what is this you're right you're right but uh, my my point is, there are a lot of toxic things on the internet, and fueled by hops oh, is not the one beer of them. community is so toxic. But yeah, I, so but there's there's bad eggs in every every group. Yeah, you know that's true. That's some true. some level of toxicity is needed, though. I will say that. Yeah, you're right. There you're right. There's some level, feed the fire. But there's a thing. point where it goes too far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I will say though, and I'm surprised that it hasn't really come up in the group is the the dirty glass mafia. Right? Yeah. That's something that okay, now granted there's a reason that you clean your glassware by hand. Okay, I'm a big I'm a firm believer in cleaning your glassware. Okay. Or you get you move to a place that doesn't have a dishwasher so then you don't have any choice. Well, that, but the thing is like Craft Can you beer. explain this to me cuz I'm not familiar and I know Jake is definitely not familiar with. Okay, this. so dirty glass mafia exists because people don't clean their glass and then they pour beer into it. 
And what happens is there's a nucleation along the glasses uh, that is pretty damn obvious shouldn't be there for the most part. <laughs> like mold? No, I mean uh, like bubbles like on the bubbles. side of a glass, yeah. right? So now you pour a Saison, right, let's say. Saisons mm-hmm. are very carbonated. That's something that you expect to have bubbles around the outside, right? And, that, and that's fine. Dirty Glass Mafia says that you shouldn't have bubbles on your hazy IPA. So, for example, I have a nice little permanent hangover glass right here that has no bubbles on it because I clean it. Because it's orange juice, Nick. Well, yeah, that's because I'm drinking orange juice. Actually, it's the Dawn Redwood from Oh, my God. Dad? Dad had four of those the other night. Blasted. He was <laughs> wasted. It's like a nine percent beer. Him. I was facetiming him, and I then love the next... how your dad drinks with you guys. That's so great. Oh, he absolutely. He's the one that got us all into this shit. It was Nick and him that got us all into this. I was this telling shit. a story. Did I tell it on last week's episode where I said he doesn't even bring up the beer names anymore? He just tells me how much alcohol is in it. Yes. <laughs> like, I got this. Not. I got this offering. I got. The, he says offering too. He doesn't say offering? I got this beer. He said I got this offering from Cinderlands. 10.5%. And I'm like, cool, Dad. What's the beer name? Uh, I don't, where's the can? I don't know. So get the can. Jake's on the phone. Um, but, so the point of Dirty Glass Mafia is if you post a picture with a dirty glass that has bubbles on the side of it, people are going to call your shit. And I, I think it's in a good way, honestly. I, I don't think that it's like – I mean, it is negative, but it's also like a – uh, constructive criticism type thing that can so get here's the thing. Here's my question on that. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not like super deep into the, the, uh, online craft beer scene, but like I have, like there are times when I'll have three or four different types of beer in a night and I'm not going to, for me, I'm not going to wash four glasses unnecessarily. <clears throat> and we've done, we do this all the time where we'll like pour a stout and then we'll rinse it out with water and then we'll throw, uh, an IPA in there. Jake, you need like a spittoon. Like, so That's... the thing is, if it's a clean glass to start, rinsing it after you have a beer cleans it out enough. That's really what it comes down to. Like, there's not a. So you just don't want to be dumping dumping remnants, uh, dumping people... more beer on remnants of old beer. Is is like what? What what is it again? Dirty glass mafia. <laughs> Dirty glass Do mafia. People... Listen, Deanna. do people have, like, so much fucking time on the their D- hands that they're doing this D- shit, Deanna. that they're commenting on this shit? Like, what the hell is happening? There are, there are You'd specific... Be You'd be shocked how many people... I, I'm glad I don't have a face... I'm, I'm, I wish I had a Facebook only to be on the, the Fueled by Hops page, I will say that. But I don't know if I would... I don't know if it would be good for me, seeing all these people doing this shit. Actually, so that's literally the only thing that I can think of that is a, like, sort of negative. And I, I say sort of because I believe your glassware should be fucking clean. That's what it comes down to. It, like, you shouldn't... Are, 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 are people just doing, like, being nasty? Like, I don't understand what's going That's on. Nasty. I tr- nasty. They're just being nasty and not cleaning their fucking glassware? I mean, listen, am I... Have I used, have I used a glass, rinsed it out, use it the next day? Like, it, did I set it by my sink and use it again? Yeah, because I'm fucking lazy. But, like, <laughs> that's on me. That's not on anyone else. That's my decision. That right, but I you're made. not going to post a picture of it online with the... That's what I'm saying. Like, you have way too much... If you're posting pictures of your glass that has bubbles on it online, like, 
literally log off, take a walk. Like, t- go outside, get some fresh air, take a walk, come back, see if you still want to post it. Honestly, <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. The internet is the internet is a is a goddamn trash heap. It's it is a it is a landfill. It is. I want to hear Ryan Ryan's take on this though. No, I mean, so we created the Billy Mays glass for this reason. I don't know if you guys saw the Billy Mays glass that we did with Hop Culture. That was the first collab we ever did. All right, did it? Yeah, we did it with Billy Mays' son too, which is crazy. Because, yeah, like believe it or not, Billy Mays, his ex-wife, actually buys our glassware. It blows my mind. Amazing, <laughs> uh, iconic. This is iconic. Because do you see everyone that buys? Like you see the names and stuff. Did you like recognize it yeah, or something? something? Well, like most of our orders come in on the weekend. But every now and then we'll get like an order like on a Wednesday afternoon and it comes right to my phone. So like I'm like sitting there, I think it was at work and I'm like, I got an order from Dolores Mays and I saw McKee's Rocks like she lives in McKee's Rocks. So I was like, I texted Billy the third, like Billy's son. And I was like, is your mom Dolores? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, dude, she just like ordered stuff from our store. I'm like that, like, like that is a mind like. That, that's crazy. You're you're like a single degree away from Billy fucking Mays. Like that's insane. Exactly. Like like you're like amazing. But wait, there's more. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> insane. Amazing. Also, did don't don't did everyone you know hear what? that? Phil Swift. God love him. He's not Billy Mays. No. All right. Flex tape. Out of here. All right. Flex Give tape. me some oxyclean in this bitch. We did that glass to like shoot back at Dirty Glass Mafia. That was like kind of the original intent that me and Kenny came up with. So the original, I think the original slogan was going to be, uh, but wait, there's more. I think that's all I was going to say was, but wait, it's more. But wait, there's more. And Kenny was like, you know, he's like super creative. So he was like, no, he's like this glass, it needs to like speak to the people and like, it needs to connect to craft beer. Like he gave me this whole, like, like rally the troops, like, so like, like, like speech, you know, like what's that movie with the, with the big speech. What's that called? Oh, every one of them. Like no, gladiator. Gladiator. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Gladiator. yeah. <laughs> he gave you the fucking, he gave you the, the fucking, uh, remember the Titans locker room speech or some <laughs> shit. I don't even know if there's a locker room speech in that movie. I've never seen that. <laughs> Oh, you're missing. Yeah, so he's like, he's like, we need to connect Billy to the beer, and I was like, Dirty Glass Mafia. That's the only. That's the connection right there, right? Like they're they're always talking about stay clean. He's always talking about stay clean. That's the connection. So then we get um, clean your glass like Billy, and it was just like this whole tribute. The Billy came out awesome. It was was a great glass. So that was our little kickback at Dirty Glass Mafia. But yeah, you're right. Like. I do see people post dirty glasses and fueled by hops. And I always like cringe. Cause I'm like, Ooh, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And then everybody just scrolls past it. So we might be the cure for dirty glass mafia. We, we, we may have cured it. I don't know, but I'll, I'll cure, guarantee no, the you cure is logging off. The cure I'll is guarantee you, you right didn't now. because there are other beer groups out there that I'm a part oh, of. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That it's, are, it's insane. <laughs> that are but you know what? At the same time though, I get it. Cause like if I were a brewer, for instance, and I just like spent like, months making some beer and like all kinds of like delicate details like somebody like four points that you know they like literally are high tower that's like babies their beer the whole way through the process like yeah i'd be a little bit mad if you know i put all this time and energy and effort to making sure my beer is nice and fresh and then all of a sudden somebody enjoys it in some dirty glass that 
Well, you, you know, know I want to apologize to everybody in the craft beer industry that I've consumed product out of a red solo cup then because I do that <clears throat> on far too many occasions. No, 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 no. See, that's the thing. Like the red solo cup is a pure vessel, right? Because it's fresh and it's not reusable. Uh, okay, it's reusable like the same day, but you're not going to put a red solo cup next to your sink to wash it. Oh my god, wait. I was at I was totally I was totally at someone's house the one time and they wa- they were like washing red solo cups and I was like I need to go. My mom is outside. I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, can I can I get back on my fifteen? I feel like my my fifteen minutes were hijacked. I need to I need to swoop back in here and ask a couple of more questions. Go ahead. Um, you mentioned how you're how you uh, have been uh, planning a trip, or you have a, a work trip or something coming up here. Um, do you travel quite a bit? Have you gotten to a lot of places around the country, uh, perhaps the world? Um, can you give me a, a couple of highlights of your travels in the past, some of your favorites, perhaps a beer, a brewery, an experience, something like that? Yep. So in my, my other life, as I like to call it, my day job, I'm a financial planner. So I'm a CFP. And I happen to be like the nation's student loan expert. This is like this is like exclusive. I've never even told Phil by Ryan, right, we need to take this offline because I'm I'm ready for tips. <laughs> I'm yeah, ready yeah, for, for tips. tips. <laughs> yeah, so like I became like the nation's student loan expert. I've been like published in journals and stuff. But like I get paid, or I guess pre-COVID, I used to get paid to talk to other financial advisors about student loans. So conferences, like these big financial conferences, used to pay me to like travel the country and speak for like an hour. It is insane. So I've been, I, I'd like travel all the time, like Nashville, St. Louis, like all over the place. I'd go to these conferences and work for an hour. But then after the conference, I'd go check out all the craft breweries. Like, so that's how like the early part of this podcast, like the early part of the fuel by house podcast, we were in like Nashville and like, like Richmond and like, like we were like in like a different city every week. Well, that's why, because I was just traveling with my day job and just hitting up breweries afterwards and, uh, and, and talking to them. So, yeah. So basically like, you know, I, I've been doing, doing a lot of travel with work and um, I have to say my favorite city to visit though is Richmond. I think it's the best craft beer scene in America. The people, the breweries, the quality of everything I think is amazing. Um, so I, think I Trevor would agree Richmond. with you. Yes. If I had to say there was like one standout moment, I would say it was this July. It was my birthday and I walked into the answer and like, or not that the answer, McCong, McCong, because the answer was closed because somebody had COVID. But like I walked in, I got a fishbowl. I think I'm the only person to get a fishbowl, like not from the answer, like because they make you a fishbowl on your birthday. So they like made me a fishbowl at McCong and like everybody was there the owner was there, like everybody, and they were just passing around unreleased beers for like four hours. And it was the most amazing experience of my life. I just, I was like in heaven. My wife was there. She was bored out of her mind. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this beer comes out in two months and I'm drinking it right now. You know, <laughs> it was wild. Two months? Who's, oh, because they're still in the tanks. Okay, never mind. I was going to say, who the fuck is holding on to beer for two months? Well, I'm an idiot. So it's, it's still brewing. I got to say about Richmond, uh, Sarah and I, my wife, 
spent, my wife. <laughs> we spent about <laughs> we spent about six hours in Richmond uh, during the Vale's anniversary two years ago now. So it would have been 2019, and it was insane because we drove down in the morning. We drove back at night, and Ooh. yeah, it was it was rough. Don't get me wrong, but. She uh, no, don't you can't say it was rough. You made that decision to do that, so no, I I agree. I'm 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 fully in agreement there. But my thing is, it was a bad idea because we could have easily gotten a hotel room for the night and like drove back the next day, but we did not because we were like, you know what, we're just gonna go down. We're gonna get the releases. We're gonna drive back and we're gonna drink them at home. And of course, we get down there and I start drinking. And Sarah, being the responsible adult, goes, well, I guess I'm not having fun. And so, <laughs> like, it was it was a great time. And we hit, like, five different places. Oh, nice. And in a six-hour span and waiting in line at the Vale for their anniversary releases was insane. So Richmond left a lasting impression on me as a craft beer town it, just because yeah, of how the, much we the best. did. Like it was nuts. Yeah. It, it, the, the community down there is just amazing. Like just everybody, but I will say unpopular opinion. I did go to Oktoberfest once in my life and Germany, their beer sucks. Their food sucks. <laughs> Oktoberfest sucks. The pretzels suck. Everything about it sucks. Do not go. <laughs> it's not worth your time. And that's not on that. Trip. And the, and the German language is disgusting. And I will, <laughs> oh, whoa, okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, It's gross. Jesus. It's gross. It's a gross language. What are you in kindergarten? Any... Yeah, that's a German. Ger- yeah, I know a German word. Yeah, is that the joke? Was that the joke? <laughs> that was the joke? God God damn it, Alex. <laughs> but I, I will say, uh, I went to uh, Oktoberfest. I was expecting this amazing time, drinking beer out of my shoe with like people from all over the world. Later, it didn't work out. Yeah, like, the people are snotty as hell. Nobody lets you sit with them. Like you, you have to like reserve your table. You're supposed to do that like six months in advance. Nobody told me that, but nobody gives you a seat. So you have to stand and like drink beer in a corner while a bunch of people push into you. And you eat cold pretzels because they don't they they don't keep anything up over there. Yeah, they don't use ice in Europe, which is in bonkers to me for ice water. Disgusting. It's the old Ew. world. It, it's Ew. it's terrible. <laughs> and then it got ripped off like $57 going to the airport. Like it was this whole mess. I was never more happy to like come home than when I went to Germany. Here's a good question. A uh, good follow up. Uh, great answers, by the way. You're killing it. Absolutely killing it. Very well spoken. I can tell that you probably, you're probably, you probably have those conferences eating out of the palm of your fucking hand every time you go and travel and do that shit. That's dope. Um, a little quick follow up. Um, who is the most famous person in relation to craft beer in your cell phone? The most famous person in relation to craft beer in my cell so, phone. So, so someone, so an owner, uh, a brewer, uh, uh, a celebrity, it could be. You know, that's a good question. I don't know. Is it Scottro, the former ninety-six-one DJ? Yeah, I mean, we need to unpack. He's, fa- that he's kind of fa- he's kind of locally famous. It's crazy when I first like found out that he was like somehow associated with us in in like a- any sort of way. That I was like, holy shit! Like I literally used to listen to that dude like after school, like on the way home. Like Scotcher is the coolest guy in the world. Like <laughs> he is. Like I'm just not even saying that because he's my podcast co-host, but like 
he's just such a down to earth. Like he and I jive so well. Cause we are like identical. We don't care what we look like, what we say, like, it's just hang out, chill, drink a couple beers, and just have a good time. Like that's what he's all about. And that's what I'm all about. So like us coming together has just been great because we, we just, we work so well together. I love is he, is he? Do you know if he knows DJ Goofy White Kid? <laughs> Stop. He yes. does not, but I, he was actually, I don't, I don't know. I don't know for sure. But, but he always talks about how he was mentored by DJ Bonix. So Yeah, Bonix oh, is Bonics, like a huge name. Bonics, he's, yeah. He's Wiz Khalifa's DJ and stuff like that, which is, which is crazy to be that close to somebody who's like actually that famous. But it kind of sucks because like we always record via Zoom, so I can see like where Scottro records and he has like his little like studio with his like radio plaques and stuff on the wall and he has like a mac miller autograph you know album cover and he like tells me stories of like mac coming to 96 one and releasing his first mixtape and like scott was there and i'm like oh, i don't have any cool stories like that <laughs> but no I, going back to your question i would say uh most pop most man i don't know like I got like Vito from Vitamin C in my phone. Does he count? Uh, or not? Yeah, sure. Dino. Jeez, sorry, Uncle Dino. Um, we'll edit that out. Yeah, <laughs> that that's that's good. Good. I really don't know. Oh, that's okay. That's a good. Uh, that's well, a question. Wait, I now hold on. Another podcast. So. Don't you like you had like personal interaction with Anne from the Answer, right? Or on? Oh yeah, on. he was supposed to come to our yeah on yeah he was supposed to come to our festival in March. But that obviously is going to get canceled because of COVID. So yeah, but I don't have him on my cell phone. Oh, okay. he's in my email. Yeah, <laughs> but who's actually in my sliding cell phone? Into the, sliding into the Gmail DMs, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> he, he he goes through somebody else. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't know the, uh, and I don't think he's too good with the technologies. But good dude. So the uh, I guess. Jake, do you have any other questions? <laughs> Jake, I mean, Jake I can go about being up on his, you know, his fifteen know minutes. minutes. Well, I don't know. I, I'm trying to. Minutes. I'm trying to read the, you know, read the vibe here and let Ryan speak and and get through some of his answers here. Um, <laughs> so part of part of what I do here is like try to try to expand, and I, I really appreciate that you're talking about how your your group is trying to start different, uh, you know, little smaller factions, as you said. Uh, in different areas because it ties everything together. Like, I, you know, we are primarily focused on Pittsburgh type stuff, but I haven't lived in Pittsburgh in three years almost coming up, right? So I, I'm always trying to trying to promote some of these places that are around the country, and there's some, so much good beer everywhere, right? Um, you know, you could go down south, out west here, uh, the northeast, of course. Um, so what will that look like? For you and your and your uh, organization, Ooh, how how will you start like weaving in uh, different places? Are you going to start doing some of your collab? Like, is the plan to start doing some collabs? You know, what? How do you see that moving forward in twenty twenty one and down the road? Yep. So you know, I, I think the the first area we're looking to really expand into is the eastern side of PA, which we already have a decent following. So what I what I really envision is that like the blog and the Facebook community kind of become like the core, and then we branch off from there. So we'll have like a Fuel by Hops Eastern PA page. We'll have like a Fuel by Hops Houston page, and we'll kind of let the uh, you know, pull from the main core group. You know, find one or two people that are really kind of like really embody that Fuel by Hop spirit, 
find them and say, Hey, how about, you know, we start this fuel by hops Houston or whatever, and we kind of build off of it, you know, with you. So you get, we get you, I send you some merch, I send you some, you know, glassware, I send you, you know, some, some flags, things like that. And, you know, you have some shares with your friends and just start like, kind of like building them into the brand and just let it kind of grow from there. And then as that gets bigger, then we create some merch for them and then we create a blog for them. You know what I mean? Like we just keep, we just do exactly what we did at Pittsburgh. We just keep duplicating it all over the, the country, so to speak. So yeah, and once you get that. enough people, yeah, once you get enough people going, then you can start collabing with breweries as you start kind of building relationships with them and all that. Um, and just kind of let it organically play out, I guess. Probably the easy way to put it. So what's your, what's your criteria? Like, is it, is it people who are just really um, taking the initiative themselves to reach out to you and say, hey, I'm very interested in this. This is my, these are my qualifications. This is why I think that I would be a good fit for you know, what you guys are trying to do. No, I want to handpick them. And, and, and that sounds kind of like pretentious, but like Fuel by Hops is my baby. So I'm not just going to let anybody kind of represent me on the other side of the state or the other side of the country. You know what I mean? So yeah. I want to find people that kind of prove themselves in the group, you know, that embody the merch that I see out there, you know, spreading the good vibes, doing all that good stuff. And then kind of finding them, cherry picking them and, and kind of building them up, you know, myself, as opposed to just saying, Hey, you, you know, you go run Houston. Well, I don't know anything about you. You could be a complete dick. And then you screw my whole brand up. And then everybody's, you know, you know, folks fueled by hops, you know, this guy um, that they, they had kind of running, it was a real douchebag. So I really want to make sure it's a person that, you know, I see and kind of cherry pick and kind of see their interaction, kind of do a little bit more watching before I actually make a decision there. So what goes into that process? I mean, you know, are you, I guess I'm not as familiar with, with how the group works and functions as maybe I should be. And, and maybe Nick is, do you, is it like people like when you say, you know, I want to see what they're doing, how they're embodying everything. Like, is that like just seeing them purchase things like promote uh, different events and stuff like that, like being almost like a leader within the group and like and, and starting to like, like bringing new members is probably another good uh, example of things. Like if, if they're promoting the brand and saying, this is why I think that you guys should be part of it. Yeah. So like when I'm in the community, like I do more watching than I do corresponding. Like people don't realize that. Like I do post like every day, but like, I really don't comment on a whole lot of stuff. Cause I do a lot more like just following the community and see what everybody's doing, what everybody's saying. And you see people who are like posting more than others, people that are like jumping in there, like, uh, we have a guy in Colorado Springs. He's like my Colorado guy. I have my eye on him. And, you know, I see him, you know, somebody in uh guy down the street, like lost his job or something. I, I can't remember how it all went, but this guy down the street from him, who's also in Fuel by Hops, lost his job. They connected and this dude hooked them up with a bunch of beer, you know, like, hey, you're going through a rough time here. Here's a, here's a bunch of beer to help get through it. Like, I like that kind of stuff. That's That's cool. And like, he took the initiative to do that, which is something that I would do. So when I see him kind of interacting that way with everybody and you know, he's buying the merch. He's like really kind of like tied into the brand, listens to the podcast. That's the type of person that I see. Okay. That's somebody who we can kind of build off of. He, he gets it. He understands what we're trying to do. Let's see what he can do out in Colorado or whatever. So really it's just about how they interact with each other. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I, I'm, I'm obviously always excited for, for these um, places. Like, I mean, I look at, at hop culture and, you know, I'm not sure how, how people feel about that on, on 
a whole, you know, who, who, you know, is following along with what they're doing and what they're seeing and things like that. But they, you know, they're almost, they're a nationwide player at this point and have been for a long time. And, and I like to see that because it's not, it's not solely focused on one area and they, they allow it to be uh, inclusive for people of, of, you know, really every, probably every state or every, you know, every major craft beer area in the country. And, and to me, again, that's sort of why I, I like doing this is, is trying to get people, uh, it's, it's just promoting, you know, that, that sort of uh, camaraderie that you're talking about with the brand in general. And it, it's nice to see that, you know, it's not just solely focused on one thing in one area. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, like hop culture, I think they've done an excellent job of really kind of like giving craft beer validation, so to speak, on like a national level. Yeah. You know, I think prior to, 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 to hop culture, breweries were just like businesses. And what he did was he kind of created this platform that kind of showcased what these guys are doing. So it kind of, in my opinion, I think hop culture is really the biggest reason why one of the biggest reasons why craft beer has exploded as much as it, it has in recent years, because now they're these craft breweries are looked at as valid businesses, not, you know, something in a garage where somebody's tinkering with now they're, you know, actually looked at as legitimate, you know, they're putting out legitimate beer, legitimate food. Like who would have thought you'd go to a craft brewery, with like your mom or your dad, you know what I mean? Like it's crazy, but that's what happens nowadays. And that wasn't the case five years ago or six years ago. Like it was, you went to a craft brewery cause you were a craft beer person and you enjoyed craft beer, but now it's expanded and grown and, you know, organizations like hop culture, the reason why that happened. So when people talk about hop culture, I, I say, you know, they kind of have given the, 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 the industry kind of a jump. What we're trying to do is kind of build the culture underneath of that and kind of build that, you know, good vibes only culture underneath that kind of, instead of, we're not trying to be the next hop culture, but we're trying to piggyback what they've done in craft beer and kind of put our mark. Okay. He made it all valid. Now let's come behind them and, and try to create a positive culture to ride right alongside that. Probably easy way to put it. Yeah, it's great. And I, I think that you'll, you'll start seeing, uh, you know, groups like yours pop up here, I would say more frequently and, and hopefully continue doing the, some of the work that you've put into this point. Um, you know, I'm glad I, I appreciate obviously you taking the time to speak with us as always. Cause we know that you're busy constantly, obviously with your day job and, and all of the stuff on the side. Very um, true. It's great. It's great for me to, to be able to get to know you a little bit more uh, and ask some of these questions, even though, you know, we might be belaboring it from a, a past episode, but um yeah, you're doing some great things. I mean, I, I hope that everybody out there who is still listening at this point in the podcast, which is going, um, planned I think we're going on an hour and a half. This could be like the longest podcast I've ever done. Well, yeah. Um, hopefully, people are listening and, and taking uh, to heart some of the stuff that that uh, you're saying, and and it's it's really a cool thing to to support and be a part of. Um, and and it's it's constantly growing. I mean, I'm getting my friends into it all the time. You know, trying to to. Um, just promote what we already know is a, is a great industry to, to be supporting. Um, and then obviously with everything going on with COVID and, and all of that, uh, it's a really critical time for people to take stock of where they're putting their money. And uh, hopefully that's with you. That's with all the people that you're promoting and uh, can't thank you enough. Yeah, man. No, so the one thing that we didn't talk about that I'll talk about real quickly, and it's, you could probably do a whole other episode on, but every time you buy merch from us, 
1% of your this cell is going to be deposited into what we call the Fueled for Good Fund. And our goal with this fund is to help spread diversity and inclusion in craft beer. So we're working with the Pittsburgh Brewery Diversity Council right now, which is kind of a new upstart bill. Um, we're also working with the Community Foundation to they're kind of like creating this uh, fund for us. So we're going to take 1% of everything everybody buys. We're going to put it into this fund. And then the Pittsburgh Brewery Diversity Council, hopefully, will figure out what organizations can benefit from the money so long as they help promote diversity and inclusion in craft beer, which is really, really something that's important to me. I think we need it very, very much in craft beer. I'm tired. No offense to you guys and myself, but we have enough, uh, you know, white men in craft beer. We need to start. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's good that you, in a position that you're in with, you know, whatever amount of power that, that you have to, to be promoting stuff like that. You know what I mean? We can only do so much uh, with the platforms that we have. And, and as long as we're doing the right things and promoting the right people, uh, it will help, I think, in the long run. Yep, yep. So go to www.shop.fueledbyhops.com. Buy a bunch of merch because we have some really cool stuff in there. We have more stuff coming. Probably by the time this podcast airs, we're gonna our store is probably going to be double in size. But um, all kinds of cool merch there. Go on there. Use the code, the weekly recap. You will get 20% off your entire order and you will help support diversity, inclusion, and craft beer. Also support these guys and support Field by Hops. So it's a win, win, win. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Ryan. Any, any final thoughts from the gang here? I'm good. Uh, so the, uh, the last thing I want to say, uh, again, thank you, Ryan, for coming on and actually expanding on what the idea of Field by Hops is. Uh, because yeah, I yeah. think I think we get a little lost in the shuffle of stopping and and thinking about every beer that's out there, everything that's released, every uh, you know different shift in what the craft beer industry is. I think the overall outlook needs to be inclusion and uh, everybody coming together and really supporting each other at this point. So I do want to say uh, thank you for really providing a safe space. And I hate to say it that way because safe space has yeah, like a negative, too, but. negative connotation, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the uh, positive environment. Yes, positive environment is the better way to say that. So, but everything that, we, that I see posted on Fueled by Hops is extremely positive. There's some really cool stuff going on. Uh, Tip of Thursdays, uh, the Tyler approves of this beer shirt. I got to throw that out there because uh, Tyler is going to be on an episode of the Weekly Recap coming up here soon. Uh, I'm going to make sure that happens. Uh, The general outlook of positivity is just so huge and so encompassing of everything that's going on. Like There's collabs that happen all the time, even if it's inner city or inter uh, state or whatever it is, you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, collaboration, a lot of community happening here. So I want to say thank you for building that up and not breaking it down. Uh, there are plenty of groups out there where you can be negative and shitty all the time. And your group is not one of those. So we're definitely not that I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you listening. Also, this is not the longest podcast you've been on. The one that we hijacked from you was about an hour and a half. We're only at about oh. 
an hour and so 17 minutes here. Oh, so. man. <laughs> wow, Mems. Next time. Hey, I have more Mems. questions churning. We're ready to go for next time. So whenever uh, you want I'll, have a, I'll have a bunch of questions. The next one that I'll do, I'll hijack your podcast, and I'll ask you guys all the questions. Yes, you I love to it. Do that. I would love to do Excited that. for that, yes. All right. And we're also going to make Team Alex shirts, too. So I'm just throwing yes. that out Team there. <laughs> all right. Well, wait. hey, uh, so... I'm going to raise a glass here. Uh, I know nobody else is drinking, so I'm going to cheers my candle that's been lit. I have a LaCroix. It's fine. I'll cheers with LaCroix. All right. Uh, let's. Uh, Thank you so much, Ryan. We'll um, we'll talk to you soon. Come back soon, all right? All right. Cheers. 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 Hello. And welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why not go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us at theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com. Thank you.